Welcome back, I'm Sarah and this is your weekly Witch Fix. Today we'll be looking at Dragon Age 2 for the Xbox 360 and with backwards compatibility, the Xbox One. I'm assuming here that you first listened to the episode I did on Dragon Age Origins and that I don't have to explain Darkspawn, Blights or Mages again. Perhaps you've even played it, in which case please email me and tell me exactly what choices you made and who you romanced. Warning, there is a correct answer. Dragon Age 2 is narrower in scope than the first game, and I could say uncharitably that this is because it was a rushed cash-in sequel, but I'm genuinely afraid that if I do, Bioware will never release Dragon Age 4. So we'll settle for saying that it is because rather than playing as the future hero of all of the country of Ferelden and Thedas by default, he plays the future champion of the city of Kirkwall, a province of the Free Marches measuring about the same as Swindon. Perhaps the magical lesson we can all take from Dragon Age 2 is this. Take your time and good things will come. Rush and we end up going to Lowtown for the hundredth time. Anyway, in Dragon Age 2 you play as Hawk, first name completely up to you, what freedom, who flees for Elden in the middle of the events of the first game and takes their mother and sibling to Kirkwall, where their mother grew up before running off with an apostate mage improbably called Malcolm. So the Hawk family is safe, well away from all that nasty blight business. However, you and your mother and sibling arrive as penniless refugees and the entire game is spent clawing your way from the gutter to the mansions of Hightown. I say sibling because depending on the class you pick, one of your two siblings dies in the opening act of the game. If you are a warrior or a rogue, you get Bethany, a lovely mage with a soft and sweet personality. If you, like me, want to play as a mage, you get Carver, a certified bellend. Get used to seeing the words Carver Rivalry plus 30 is all I can say. Carver has a complex about being the younger brother of the much more successful, attractive, charismatic and likeable Hawk. In other words, Carver knows he's your sidekick and least preferred warrior. Dragon Age 2 differs from Origins in that you can only play as a human, but also that every romance option is handily bisexual, so you can play as your preferred gender while romancing the character of your choice. These characters are, in no particular order of preference except the first, who is my huggy bear, Fenris, a former slave of the Tevinter Imperium where mages rule and blood magic is on the menu for breakfast, lunch, dinner and also sometimes elevenses, Anders, a former circle mage and grey warden with a chip on his shoulder for mage right, Meryl, a cutesy wootsy elven blood mage voiced by Eve Miles, Isabella, a pirate captain and thief, and if you have the DLC, which I do, Sebastian, a Chantry servant who will never sleep with you because Indraste might be watching. You also meet Varric Tethras, who gets special mention not because he is romanceable, because sadly he and his amazing chest hair are off the menu, but because he is your stalwart bro of both Dragon Age 2 and Dragon Age Inquisition. He is the best and most loyal wingman you could ever ask for. Guard Captain Aveline is also not romanceable, but she is flirtable with and she remains my favourite warrior because at a certain point in the game she basically becomes unkillable and I'm not sure why. If you can handle her shouting I defy you and I stand for all of us 50 times during every single combat skirmish you'll get through the game with no problems. Also she does disapprove of law breaking which is one fifth of Hawk's personality. While Dragon Age has disadvantages compared to Dragon Age Origins, not being able to dress up your companions in cute outfits, very limited maps and locations, the presence of Carver. It has the massive plus of having better combat, which allows you to whirl your magic stick around, shooting spells more organically in all directions. 
Your basic attack is also no longer weird, wet-sounding snot bubbles, so hooray for that. The plot of Dragon Age 2 is also a lot more mage-focused. Kirkwall, like Detroit, is a city on the edge. The mages are getting sick of being locked up in a tower all the time because of the fear they will use forbidden blood magic. And to show how sick of this they are, and how unfair it is that they are suspected of using blood magic, they are kicking off big time. With blood magic! not doing themselves many favours. Hawk ends up involved in this conflict either by being a mage, having a mage for a sister, having mages for friends, or having mages for a boyfriend or girlfriend, or just generally putting their hawky face in everyone else's business, whether they need someone killed or a bag carried down the street. Craigslist had not been invented in Kirkwall, and so Hawk is basically just filling a need there. It is amusing to play as a mage for Dragon Age 2, because it's a city where mages are arrested left, right and centre, and you're walking around carrying a giant magic stick on your back and engaging in public fights all over the city where you throw fireballs, cool down lightning strikes, and, oh yes, perform the ever-popular blood magic. Although, to be honest, it is the worst specialisation in the game. A downside of the game is that Anders, my favourite companion from Dragon Age Awakening, which is a DLC pack for Origins, was funny, sarcastic and loved cats. What more could a witch want? He's not only voiced by a different person now, but has undergone a bit of a personality shift, becoming more bitter and less charming every time you meet him. In fact, the first time I spoke to him, he expressed a romantic interest, and when rebuffed with a gentle, hey, we just met, let's be friends, he disliked me plus 15. How very fedora of him. Despite Anders's personality shift, I leave you with one of his more inspired quotes. When Andraste wanted to free the slaves, she didn't write a strongly worded letter. She started a war. And a few words from Flemeth, who has her own makeover in Dragon Age 2. We stand upon the precipice of change. The world fears the inevitable plummet into the abyss. Watch for that moment, and when it comes, do not hesitate to leap. It is only when you fall that you learn whether you can fly. Perhaps when it comes to the times we live in currently, those two things are interwoven. The content warnings I'll give for Dragon Age 2 are mostly to do with uh, sexual assault, sexual exploitation, which are hinted at specifically in one scene where you confront a group of Templars who heavily imply that they'll take advantage of mages who have been made tranquil. There's also some other hints i think there's throughout the game you counter several quest lines which have to do with elves who have been uh, taken advantage of by human men and probably raped or sexually assaulted and that might be quite upsetting if you come across that unexpectedly also the character fenris himself is a former slave on the run from his abusive master and that might be triggering potentially for anyone who's left an abusive relationship so i just wanted to make people aware of that uh, going into the game you don't actually see anything take place or anything on screen, but the mentions of it are something that I thought might upset a few people. So just be aware of that going in. This has been your Witch Fix. Remember, you can get in touch at witchfixpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like, you can support the podcast by purchasing a copy of my own novel, Wayward, on Amazon for 99p. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. Bye.